Ya no sé si somos amigos. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Song Mass. My name is Richard Villegas, reporting live from San Jose, Costa Rica. Uh, actually, I have a bit of a treat for you all who have been listening very patiently to a lot of episodes in Spanish. Uh, today we have an English episode, which is like, you know, becoming fewer and far between, which is, I'm into it. Decolonize. <laughs> uh, but right now we're listening to Francisco Victoria. The track is called Todo Lo Que Tengo. Uh, we're going to play this out. We right back. post-production um and i'm joined in the studio by some like really cool music humans uh whom i've known from the internet forever i've got uh pablo acuña uh from dance to the radio uh, an amazing costa rican blog and i also have giovanni guillen who many of you might recognize from club phonograma um among many other things i'm sure but we're gonna get into that shortly how you guys doing hola bien good good 
Costa Rica, pura vida, mae. Pura vida. Pura vida. No, it's good, it's good having you here. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I'm having a great fucking time. I've cool. been here a day and a half. I don't remember most of it. That's how you do it, really. Have you got Chinese already? Yes, sir. Nice. Uh, we, we went and got some dope dim sum. Um, well, I'm staying in Barrio Chino. Shout out to los Barrio Chino boys who are like the cuties, the sweetest heart people. Um, but yeah, like that fucking dim sum was lit. Yes. I feel like we already had a podcast session like earlier. We went through a lot. Well, that's 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 part of the ritual. You know, you got to hash out most of the cheese so that the messy shit doesn't come out on mic. Um, gotcha, yeah. You know, but you want to leave some, yeah, you know, you want to yeah. leave some for the mic, but you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to. It, 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 it was a test. It was a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And mine, I mean, and again, like we're doing this sober today, y'all. And like, you know, I, you, you know, people, if you, if you listen, you know that I like having like some beers, you know, it, it put, get some beers up in my, in my guests so that like, then they start spilling the real tea. Um, you know, shout out to all the people who've gotten in trouble because of that. It makes me feel good as a journalist. And we were listening to a track by Francisco Victoria. Um, from Chile, uh, and Giovanni. I mean, you you seem to be really like backing this guy. Uh, tell me something. Tell me about this guy. For sure. I mean, I'm not a stand, but I'm definitely excited about what he's doing. Yeah. Um, so he's 21 years old. He's kind of like a protege of of Alex and Vanter. So okay. it's like. Uh, their voices are similar. They kind of look a little alike. Yeah, I totally like, see it. Uh, but I think in the direction he's going, he's like very sure of like what he wants already, um, and that's impressive in and of itself. But the first song, I think, yeah, maybe came off a little generic. Um, what was that one called? It was like Marinos or something. Okay. And he released a video for that. So there's already like a campaign. Like he's trying to like tease an album. Mm-hmm. The second single came out uh, maybe two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's called Todo Lo Que Tengo. And I don't know. I, I instantly fell in love with it. I love the, that he like is already collaborating um, with Bernardo Kisne. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're going to get you know, someone to direct your video, someone you know, like Kisne who's already directed like really iconic Chilean pop videos, it's like a good way to go. If you were trying to get in like maybe not that scene, but just try to like represent maybe like a new generation of like Chilean artists that are about to make an impact outside of Chile. He's, he's the next wave. Maybe. Yeah. Very I think cool. so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember him when, when he was starting out, i like, I, again, I know, I know this name and like, mm-hmm. I, and I've been seeing this name making the rounds again recently. And I got, remember like it was like three, four years ago or something. Like I, I even think we were Facebook friends. I'm not 100% sure. I have to double check that. But like, yeah, I, I, I heard it and I was like, Oh, okay, cool. You know, it just, I, I, I mean, sometimes artists just need more time to steep and yeah, I mean, it seems that we're going in a really positive direction. I'm, I'm excited. You've got me excited. Awesome. So thank you. Um, but yeah, but uh, let's talk about let's talk about you guys a bit. Um, I think. Uh, well, Gio- Giovanni, you're in town for Epicentro, like myself, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, so uh, for the listeners at home who may not know what Epicentro Fest is, um, what what can you tell us about this festival? Um, well, I think it's the third edition yes. that they have had, and Epicentro organizes like some of the best, I guess, um, showcases in, in Austin. Because they've done for South by Southwest. Oh yeah, and, yeah. The uh, last couple of, of years. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like the um, you know go to showcase. If you will go to one, I was there in March this year. Oh, we were at the same show. That lineup was stacked. That was fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean the highlights for me were obviously Hepe and um, Lilo Pimienta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you get to see Nakuri? Yes, yeah, she, yeah. Was she was amazing. She was great, and I mean that was new for me. So yeah. like, it's cool to just go to something and discover like things, yeah, like, new things. For I, me, yeah. I, for me, uh, the test of an artist is not 
how the fans respond, but mm. like how people who've never heard of this artist yeah. yes. do. And I remember, I don't know if you'd like ever if you got to see her, but like the lady who was working the door was bopping super yes. hard. That was she's a like, beautiful moment. She's like, I don't know what she's saying, but this shit goes off. You know? <laughs> I was like, yes. I made sure to tell her afterwards because I was like, you know, you, you're really doing it. And like, Nakuri is fucking killer. Mm -hmm. And then, Pablo, I mean, you obviously, like, Dance of the Radio is a very well-known blog, mm -hmm. um, you know, covering Latin music, but also, like, more, like, mainstream gringo stuff as well. Exactly. Uh, yes. Usually indie, but um, tell us a little bit about the, the blog itself and how long you've been doing this. Well, I've been doing this for, like, now seven years. Um, fucking And, me. yeah. Uh, well, it, it all started with as a as a college uh, project. So it just started started as my own blog, and uh, I just it just emerged in in more of a kind of like a contribution where well, like people come and meet and contribute to the blog. Uh, we have a lot of writers now. We have mm -hmm. two groups: one covering the the gringo um, uh, scene, and then. Uh, the other covering the Latin American uh, artists, so it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I got I got to to meet some cool people along the way, uh, and yeah, obviously we're 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 gonna be covering Epicentro, and we're really excited and really excited to 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 get to know you guys in, in real person. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, you know, in, internet can be. A strange place. Yeah, I mean, the internet remains undefeated, but yeah, I mean, this this whole madness of a trip that I'm doing, it's like, it's, yeah, like, there's some professional stuff mixed in, but it, it's really, like, I had some time, and I really just want to meet, like, the internet, internet people, yes. IRL, you know? Yeah. Yes. It's just like, I mean, I've been very lucky to, like, find couches to crash on, and, like, you know, people who are like, no, bruh, let's go to this party. Yes. And, 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 you know, like, we in Costa Rica, we don't have... Um, that many uh, music festivals, yeah, and and when when we get when we get these opportunities, we're like really excited about like meeting new people, mm -hmm. uh, meeting artists, uh, having that that sentiment about being in a in a music festival and really just enjoying it. Well, and also I th I feel like especially with indie festivals, it's really cool because the artists are just usually chilling. You mm -hmm. know, they're it like for someone like Alex Ambanted who recently relocated to the US you know like he like couldn't leave his house because he would just be mobbed by people mm -hmm. where now I feel like if he were here he could like walk around past relatively incognito yes. um, and like he can like leave the stage go hang out in the crowd and yeah he'll still have some fans or whatever but um you know, he could just be himself, which I feel like for many of these artists, especially at a certain level, like w right now, um, we're actually going to go into some music soon, but we have a track by Alvaro Diaz, yes. where I feel like if Alvaro Diaz were walking down the street in Puerto Rico, he'd be mobbed mm -hmm. by like people. I mean, because he's like running around, you know, with Balvin and whoever, you know. Yes. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I, I'm really excited to be here. We're going to we're going to talk about a lot of like, you know, music chisme and like cool shit. Um, and you guys have curated, co-curated a, a really awesome playlist uh you know i was saying you know i'm traveling on my own i don't like doing one man shows um so i, I don't get to do as many um new music episodes as i would mm -hmm. like but everything that we're playing uh, i mean by the time this comes out it'll be like maybe like a month month and a half old but um you know everything we're playing is really new fresh sweet sweet sounds from across yes. the continent so i feel really good about this so let's talk about this alvaro diaz track uh it's called mala mala um, you um I don't know. It's it's like the first Alvaro Diaz song that mm -hmm. to me just sounds like a, a hit, like yeah. a really really strong single. Um, and I guess yeah, that's my fault for not like really getting <laughs> or discovering his music earlier. But mm -hmm. I mean, this is like an impressive song. Yeah, I, I think it, it it uncovers some of like his 
true identity. Mm. I think as a, as an artist, um, I, I just I just love how he handles himself through the whole track, and I mean, I, I'm kind of like the same as Gio. I didn't I I don't I didn't discover him like uh, early enough, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm I'm really 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 excited to see him in Epicentro. Like, yeah, uh, this is one of my headliners. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's playing at a good time. He's playing kind of like late in the evening, like yes. six seven. So, yes, yes. Uh, I feel like he's gonna be gonna doing be really good. Yes. Okay, cool. So let's listen to that now. Again, this is Alvaro Diaz. The track is Mala, and we will be right back with more sounds and people from Costa Rica. Dice negro graba esto con tu celular Pa' que cuando estés de tour pueda recordar Toda la mierda que vamos a hacer aquí Toda la mierda que vamos a hacer y se toca Dice negro graba esto con tu celular Pa' que cuando estés de tour pueda recordar Toda la mierda que vamos a hacer aquí Toda la mierda que vamos a hacer Es mala, es mala, me gusta, me gusta. Me pilla en el jose y no se asusta. No se asusta. Me deja tener otra, no es injusta. No es injusta. Le digo eso está bueno y me la blanca.
pensamiento lleno de ansiolíticos sanas Tarde deprimido sin hacer nada, no hay sombra de nadie La familia es lo primero, lo más importante, ojalá no te falle A veces la distancia te hace conocerte mejor Siento que me robaron algo que así no soy yo Yeah, and that was really great. Uh, we had like a little hip hop session there. Um, so obviously Alvaro Diaz, um, and then we also played a track by Gianluca called Bart. Um, I've never heard of Gianluca, you guys. Um, who, who was it that was it? Wasn't it yeah. you, Giovanni, that wanted to feature the track? Like, tell me about him. So Gianluca is a Chilean trap artist. Oh wow! And he, I mean, he's super young, but he has a really like strong, devoted fan base. Mm -hmm. So in like the past year, he's released like two mixtapes mm -hmm. and it's just like wild. I mean, he's the way he's described it is like, you know, there's a lot of trap all over Latin America now. It's blown up, mm -hmm. but there's something like very generic about so many artists that are just kind of like trying to imitate maybe what Atlanta or what they like discover on YouTube, right? What he's doing with 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 trap music is like, you know, I don't know what he's what the adjective was like chilenizarlo, like it's like okay. give it give it like Chilean flavor, so it's giving it like a more distinct um I guess quality. And it's it's weird because he's like super young, and he I feel like he fully gets it. I mean, he's like uh, a super big fan of like Arca, and he's collaborated with like bedroom pop artists like Ablucion. Okay, Ablucion, yeah. Um, yeah, with Franco Peruca. Franco Peruca, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he actually yeah. does. Um, I think uh, he he actually um, uh, I think he collaborated in, in Bart. With that one, uh, yeah, with yeah. Actually, Bart is inspired in um, Bart Simpson. 
I expect it as much. Me siento como Bart cuando vende su alma. Exacto. I mean, that's a, a great line. It's like one of my favorite lyrics of the year. And it's like a different direction for him, right? Because like his other stuff is like very, um, I mean, it's like it's the same type of like YouTube visuals with like the Tumblr gifs and all of that, like yeah. the very typical imagery. But this song is like very, very uh, solemn. It's super dark. And it's like, it's not just like performative sadness either. I feel like he's actually like, giving you, like, um, a piece of his, like, you know, soul. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like Trap, at least, at, 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 at for, for a while, I always associated with, like, these artists being very, like, downtrodden. Mm. Like, that they're, you know, it, it felt to me at first, like, a kind of like a, a, a slight rebirth of hip-hop, like, that it was taking, like, it was, like, the grittier side of the streets. Like, we're in the, you know, in the 90s, they were talking about, like, gangster rap, but, like, that was the reality of the streets, where now, I, like, I feel like it's a different reality. Mm. Uh, it's a mo- more modern, younger... Uh, maybe like more chaotic even like sort of reality and I felt like Trap really conveyed that at, uh, for, for a time now it's become a new sort form of pop music mm-hmm. the way that hip hop and reggaeton you know yes. have as well but I don't know I, I'm, I'm, I don't know I'm trying I'm, to I'm, I'm really curious curious about that genre because um, I think I think here in Costa Rica actually um, there's like young really young guys um trying to, you know, just doing their own trap scene mm-hmm. and they're just, they, they just don't care at all. They just don't, um, they just go for it. You know what I mean? And I think I, I really like that. I really like their, their, um, just their, they're just trusting their, their instincts and they're just going for it. I, I really like that confidence. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be open to trap because like it, it was for a while not something that I was super into. I'm same, same. And, and we were even talking about it because I, I do like the beats, but I feel like it's the cadence that I don't like. I don't yes. like how they rap. I don't like their flow because mm-hmm. um, a lot of, like for example, Drake, who is one of the biggest stars in the world right now, I just don't like him because like I feel like he gives me no energy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care what you're saying, but you sound like you're falling asleep and I'm like, you know, as an artist, I feel like you should be like about to turn the party and like you're like nah, 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 nah. I'm like I don't I don't you know I mean God's plan kind of is like the meme of, of my current visit to Costa Rica but still like you know I just I've, I ha- I've had a, a difficult time like Migos again like I don't know like the beats are really fucking great but I don't dig them I don't like what they're saying I, I can't even understand what the fuck they're saying so it drives me crazy we were talking about how like I, I particularly have a disdain for like Spanish trap yep. especially because like you know again like you know to just be like oh the people in Spain are racist is, is you know kind of uh, reductive but I will say every time that I've been to Spain twice and I've been called Sudaco multiple times <laughs> and so it rubs me the wrong way to see mm-hmm. like something that was like originated like in the in the US South from black artists black, yeah. then it like be, became it, it it has found a new face with all these latin trap artists and then i see all these spaniards doing it and i'm like pero like mm, what are you doing you know so mm. i don't know it drives me crazy again that might be a bit of a hot take <laughs> but it just it does drive me crazy i don't know mm-hmm. it, any comment on this i don't want to compromise people on on mic here <laughs> well no comments. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. You know what? Before we do carry on with more music, um, I uh, you mentioned uh, trap happening in Costa Rica. I feel like we should play El Tajo. Yes, yes. Yeah. And El Tajo. Yeah. It's just well the the Barrio Chino boys. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to in, la familia in the El Tajo, uh, Rich Costa. Um, germ, ger, uh, little germ, little germ, yeah. <laughs> uh, pero también, so um, it's a bunch of guys. Y- yeah, and 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 it's a, it's a really really good uh, like 
collective. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and they just they just don't care at all. They just produce a really hot song, I think, uh, with a really uh, nice uh, video. I think that they they take care of details. Yeah. Uh, good production. Uh, good uh, good energy. Um, you should also check out Coyote. Okay. Coyote, it's uh, another uh, Diego Ruiz. He's uh, he's act. It's more of a of more of a trap. Um, like more direct trap, uh, more more of a Jan Luca mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing. Uh, I think you're gonna like it. Uh, okay, you know what? I'm making an executive decision here because we already have our playlist, but fuck it, I'm just gonna include it as well. Yes. So we're gonna play uh, Cleta Soli G. Uh, this is by El Tajo, and then we're gonna play Coyote. Yes. Choose a track by El Coyote that you um, dig. Uh, if it com- if one comes to mind. Yes, I'll I'll try. Okay. There's a few. So you know what? We'll just play it and then we'll intro it after. Yes. Okay. Cool. Entras a alguien me bajé, creo que me pasé Buscándome un G, pasé y me compré tres legales No hay ni que esconderse para rolar, no No hay ni que esconderse, no hay ni que esconderse para nada En un parque me tripié, creo que me pasé Écheme miel, cleta sol y G Churro para el break, cleta sol y G No sé lo que no sé, cleta sol y G sí. Me piden flow, me piden flow Digo que no, sabida cat, solo puro, solo bueno Los culitos que nos matamos Venga y le enseño cómo está la barra en chepe Yo me cago en todos los manes que se creen jefes En este juego oscuro siempre saco siete El mae que quiere mi che no sabe con quién se mete Puro, birra, birra y puro En este orden yo disfruto de mi mundo Y si no tiene beat, maestro que me apunto Quedes en la cali, no se metan mis asuntos Yo soy naturalizado ya, fucking orgánico Asustando mamas con el rhythm satánico <risa> Shit, I'm a fuck no hay ni que esconderse para rolar, no No hay ni que esconderse, no hay ni que esconderse para nada, no Écheme miel, cleta sol y hey. Ya sé lo que no sé, cleta sol y hey. sí. Duela la intensidad, care picha motherfucker Dale sin piedad, asesino el felino Esa es la verdad, yo cocino el tocino Que me fui a casar con los maes al espacio Vamos a volar como cohetes ya interestelar Cero ice pero siempre glacial Y en la party siempre sobran de las jazz Sobran de las jazz ¿Quién es ese mae? ¿Quién es ese hijo de puta? Fumando en la cleta, matizando en la fiesta Bitch cuesta pura mierda Solo se queda en la casa Fumando esa ganja y dejando bits a medias Cash me at the Pagando la renta Volando billetes y haciendo esos memes El tajo renovado, interestelar volando Pero siempre vigilando que el mundo se está acabando Ey, eso Power up Yo, it's rich, bitch Recién mudado, rata Fresh out
Parece que no logra ver Que el amor hace su voz crecer Una y, y otra vez Todo está a sus pies Parece que no logra ver Que el amor hace su voz crecer Y una y, y otra vez hasta sus pies Parece ver Nada desaparece Y se vuelve nada Aparece de la nada Humo, estrellas Ella distorsiona mi conciencia Paciencia que el momento es nuestro El futuro también Todo está a nuestros pies Mientras cae Fabulous Little Trap Break was brought to you by El Tajo. Again, the track was called Cleta Solige. Um, and then Coyote uh, w featuring Fierce. The track was called 808. And there's, it's with production by Raido, uh, another Tico producer, yeah? Exactly. Cool. Yes, yes. He, he has uh, collaborated with uh, Jesse Bass, too. Uh, Raido. Um, Pretty cool. Y Coyote, well, I, I really like it because um, he just... 
you know, he just goes into nostalgic, uh, nostalgic place, and uh, those scents, they just, you know, they just got me. They just really, really cool. I, I really like that, you know, that a feeling with nostal a nostalgic place and just a really good production by Rido. But yeah, definitely uh, uh, someone you have to you have to uh, follow the few months. Uh, I think it's really cool. Like like we were just talking, uh, there there's this scene in Costa Rica, um, hip hop uh, slash trap that is is growing, mm -hmm. um, and it's 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 worth it to 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 just keep an, an attention on it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, and like you know, and I pulled up these videos, and they don't they don't have like a gazillion plays. You know, like mm -hmm. these are still underground artists. Yes. So there's definitely like yeah, there's definitely more than like your bad bunnies and your Balvins out there. Like yes. make sure that you're checking for like smaller local scenes, y'all. Yes, m make sure you 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 check out uh, Cartamagna, Coyote, eh, El Tajo. Uh, you guys already already uh, listened to it. So uh, and yes. Yeah, I mean, if you like what you heard, there's definitely more. Make sure you Google it, y'all. Um, cool. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about like what it is that we do. Cause I feel like, you know, maybe journalist is pushing it, you know, like it, it, that definition may not fall exactly on what all of us do, but mm -hmm. we are all very passionate and we do write and we do create media content and stuff. Um, and so Giovanni, I want to talk to you a little bit about like your time with Phonograma. Cause I know that, and, and we'll talk about Phonograma, the state of it currently in a little bit, but I want to talk about like your time and your experience writing with them and, and sure. if you've written for anybody else. I don't really know too much about you. Um, so Club Fonograma, I mean, I discovered it like in 2010 and I started writing for them in 2011. Wow. And the editor and founder, Carlos Reyes, like just reached out to me because he knew that I was like that devoted to the blog. I think he just like saw it. But before that, I guess I was doing like university radio and I was playing basically what Club Fonograma like gave me, which yeah, to cool. me. It was just like, I was really excited. And I don't know, it was a, it's a music home, but it also helped me like understand my own identity better because mm -hmm. it was like rediscovering like um, my my language and um, my origins really, like these bands. Like, okay, well, there's more than one way to like, I guess be proud of being Mexican and it's like, maybe there's like, I like alternative music already, but this is happening uh, over there and it's like their version of that, which I think is like amazing. Um, so I started writing in 2011 And Sorry, what was the first artist you you wrote? Ooh, oh man, that was a, a small like bedroom project from Argentina. I think it was called uh, Los Dias, Los Dias, hmm. and I mean it was like complete like post postal service like pop, <laughs> right. but it was genuine and cute, and it was it was cool. And I mean that that was like like a, a great example of like you know I would have never thought that someone in Argentina was making music that sounded like. The postal service, yes. right? So that was like important to discover. I mean, I feel like working in this in in this particular scene and like discovering people, like again, like you know, I, I I'm excited by these like smaller projects. So you're like, mm. what the fuck is this? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, I mean, it, it sort of makes you question your own identity in that way. In that mm -hmm. regard, it's just like you know, like I'm Latino, of course. Like I'd listen to salsa and cumbia, yeah. and, you know, and it's just like, oh right, we that's just a basic label. Like we can do so much, so much, and. Um, yeah, that's really cool. You were saying that you're from Houston, yeah? Right. So, um, is there much presence of this sort of like Latin indie or this particular sort of vein of of the scene in Houston? Uh, if there is, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I have no idea. Fair. I mean, Houston is huge. It's like more diverse than New York, maybe. I mean, it's, yeah. it's arguable, but it's like we're such a big city and everything is so spread out. So, I mean, I grew up in a in a place called Spring Branch mm -hmm. that just happened to be like 
neighboring like a really rich like white area so it was like the most mexican part was spring branch and then there was just like uh like an affluent like white community and we just benefited from it with like nice malls and like nice roads and stuff like that right was it. um but yeah no I, I i don't know if there's anything like that right now in houston because i know bonbon is out there but i just like you bonbon know is out there and they throw parties yeah. they throw shows and of course we go because it's fun um i think of santa muerte like santa muerte is doing stuff yeah, yeah. Um, but see, like Santa Muerte has to go out to New York. Yeah. And that's just like, yeah, that's pretty indicative. Or play bonbon. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, Texas is really diverse. Houston is really diverse. Um, but I, I feel like there could be more going on. And I don't know. I think that's kind of where I am, where Club Fonograma kind of ended like in 2016, like at the right. beginning of 2016. Yes. And ever since then, I've just like been like a really devoted music fan and that means like keeping up with everything and um recently i've started djing under the name come bien okay so i'm hoping to like bring more of what i'm already into to like people i know people i like and hopefully like influence in that way um but yeah we'll see where it goes you were Um, saying that you did some college radio i mean what was the kind of response to that like, I mean, cause like you're saying 2010, 2011, yeah. like, you know, the, the scene wasn't like fully cultivated, I feel as it is today, um, back then, like what was the response that you were getting, getting maybe from listeners? Yeah. I mean, people were excited about it. I was always trying to turn people onto someone or something yeah. about like, you know, from that, like Lufurama scene. Um, eventually like, I guess it just like those artists that I was trying to turn people onto like outgrew that kind of like indie mm-hmm. label. Um, we've definitely seen like Javier Amena grow into like this massive pop star. Yeah. Carla Morrison has like her own thing and mm-hmm. she's like, she's an institution, right? She's yeah. huge. Um, so that's cool. I mean, to like know that, I guess um, we were there. Right. And we still support them, but it's like, it's, it's different just a now. different. It's just it's a different, just different lane. Yeah, for sure. And then um, obviously like, you know, I want to talk about Phonograma uh, as it is today, which is weird. Um, and obviously like, you know, not too much tea because that's not what we do here. Well, a little bit. But, um, but yeah, like what can you tell us about like maybe why it ended or if it is, is it, I mean, to say ended, it's very final. It's a done done. I would say that. Okay. I would definitely say that it's it's done. And if we do, like, you know, we've developed, like, a family. I mean, that's how I met Pablo. Right. Uh, and other bloggers and writers. And if we do do something, it's not going to be under the name Clufonorama anymore. Right. Um, yeah, it just wouldn't be right. It just wouldn't yeah. be... I think it's the best thing to just keep it like this. Yeah. Remember it fondly. Yes. Um, do we know why? Can, can we talk about why it ended? I mean, I guess I can just say that our editor and founder is um, uh, not well, okay, and just hasn't been around. So it's been hard to like make decisions. Like it's it's not right for me to like assume that role. I mean, I was kind of the editor for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had no idea. Okay, um, I was like the one editing the posts, publishing everything, receiving all the emails, and trying to get um, our end of year content. And that was like you know, in and of itself, like, like this disastrous thing that like never was finished mm-hmm. because, um, it's uh, hard. It's, it was it's difficult. It's a messy, yeah, it's a messy yeah. job. So, I mean, I have a tiny podcast and it takes up so much of my time and energy. Like I can only imagine with something like Phonograma, this and, is like major enterprise. And, and, and for like Club Phonograma at that time, like people was waiting for those, uh, uh, uh lists. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. They were just expecting that. Me. And 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 I mean, 
that's a lot of weight on you in in not having probably probably uh, with with Carlos not around a lot of contributors just try to just like to they start to go away mm -hmm. so that was that was that was hard yeah. uh, for Gio and for like the for all the all the fans I think cause that was like the starting of uh of Club Phonogramma going um just starting to to just disappear right i mean but i think i you know and 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 first of all like i mean i want to say like i go to like every you know every country that i go to like for anything music related like Fonograma is always spoken about so highly and like mm -hmm. you know i mean it really because like remezcla i think right now is sort of like the beacon of like latin indie or whatever mm -hmm. whatever but Fonograma really set the stage for it yes. Fonograma really like was like this is what it sounds like and this is sort of like our general um I mean, it was it was curated yeah. exquisitely, and like you know, tiny, but it wasn't like, elitist. No, not at all. And like, I recently met like a guy from Maniki Lasser, mm. and when I was in Mexicali, and like nobody knows who Maniki Lasser is. They're not even around anymore. But I know who they were because, because. of Phonograma, and like so much, so many of these like tiny obscure mm. artists that like nowadays, like Tony Gallardo. The first, I, I I couldn't meet him the first time like I was in the room with him because I. I because of Phonograma, I thought he was so famous. I was like, I can't even. And like, then the, the second year I went to Normal, then I met him and we're friends now. But it was just like, you know, you guys really had like this sort of impact on the psychology of this scene, which I think is like so beautiful. And I, I honestly, like there's that, that will never go away, which yeah. I feel like that's something to be proud of. And Carlos, like what he did uh, behind a computer, yeah. it's just amazing, amazing. And, and he just, you know, he just... Um, he just found a way to, you know, enchant a lot of like writers to write for him or with him, and they he just built like a really nice family. I think Gio could be uh, could have more words about this, um, words of like gratitude and nice words uh, about Carlos and and Club Phonogramma. So I think it's yeah. I mean, yeah. What what he gave me is like. Um, something I'll forever be grateful for because it really was like a formative music home and like a home in general. I mean, it was like, it's weird to say that like most of my friends are online, but I mean, it's kind of true. Yeah. And it's like... Well, because he's like in Arizona. And, he's in Arizona. And you're in Houston. And I'm in and Houston and we're all kind of spread out. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it, that really says a lot. That's like, when you... I, I have this like view and I don't know if you, you share it maybe, but it's like when you live in a city that you feel like nothing is happening, you have to work twice as hard. 100%. To like, you know, keep up with things, mm -hmm. to know about what's like good, to know about what's like cool. Um, I feel like Carlos can relate to that too. And it's like, we don't, we're not located in New York, we're not located in LA. So yeah, we have to kind of compensate for that. And I think that like drove us uh, a lot to, to seek out and write and put words to like um, music that we liked. And that was important to us. Yeah. Um, and I could tell, I mean, in the writing that it was obviously like so, so important to you all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and, and again, that's how I, you know, I thankfully also fell into the scene. It's just like I had shit to say and like somebody exactly. was like, we'll say it and here's mm -hmm. a platform. And I'm like, cool. 
Um, and yeah, and I completely agree because like living in New York, you know, you take it for granted. I'm like, girl, it's another Wuskawaya show, <laughs> you know. But like uh, elsewhere, people are like dying for yeah. Wuskawaya has never played in Houston, really. No, and she's God, played in Austin, damn. but she played like a, a South by Showcase. Yeah, and that was it. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, because like, I, so I have a really good friend who listens to the show. Shout out to Pat in Dallas, um, who is like, I'm trying to push her into like, you know, sort of formatting and organizing the local scene because she's put me on to some really fabulous acts from Dallas, like Luna Luna, The Bralettes, uh, Sub-Sahara, like really cool stuff that falls within to this, you know, world. And I'm like, why don't people know about these bands? Because they're fucking cool. And why aren't they doing more work together? Like, you know, like, and so in these smaller cities, like, I feel like Chicago is actually doing really cool. Like, there's this, an actual scene in place. They actually bring a lot of artists from, like, around the the continent and, 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 and Spain. Um, but, like, they're catering to this, this audience, and I, I feel like that's growing. But, like, there's, you know, if you're out there in a small town listening to this, be the change you want to see in your scene. Be the person booking. Be the person telling your friends to come out. At least that's how I feel about it, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like the scene is... You know, sometimes it feels massive and then you keep running into the same five people at every single show. And it's just like, it's really not that big, you know, like yes. you can actually have your own impact, I guess. And yes. I mean, Kulfurama happened once. Why can't it happen again? Hello. Right. You know, I mean, like, again, like, you know, I, I used to love the podcast, uh, the Phonocast. Phonocast, yeah. Um, I thought like I, the, the playlists were fucking brilliant and like then that went off and the one of the reasons I started uh, Song Mess as a show is because I, there was Phonocast and then there was Alt Latino mm. and then Jasmine Garz left Alt Latino and yeah. so like Felix is you know is a really good editor and, and writer and stuff like that but like you know I wasn't hearing what I was listening to and like yeah. what my friends were listening to and that's that's where this came from I, you know and so I felt like that va that vacuum like I tried to, to fill it and we're still a tiny podcast and that's why I'm saying like everybody out there you want to start something start it there's enough room for all of us mm. shout out to Blanca by the way she put together that yes podcast. yeah shout out to Blanca Blanca um, okay well I'm feeling emo I feel like this was a bit of a, an emotional segment so let's go into some emo music let's talk about the new Princess Nokia Princess Destiny. Wow. I mean, did you expect that sound? She was probably teasing it, but I haven't followed Princess Nokia on everything, so I don't yeah. know what's going on. She was teasing it. She like, was teasing definitely, it. Definitely, yeah. Uh, she's an emo kid. Yeah. We know she loves that like stuff. She loves... Um, I don't know. We were talking about we were talking about that sound earlier for flowers and rope. Yeah, uh, Natasha Bedingfield. <laughs> it felt very Natasha Bedingfield to and me. And it's just like the, it's like floral and pop and like yogurt commercial, but it's it's still really really emo. And yeah. she's like, um, I don't know. She's on one for that. But the song we chose, I think, is different. What, what was it about? Um, Morphine. 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 Yeah. 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 And and she she told um she told in a, an interview that she was writing well this this mixtape uh she was writing it to just to to be a mess. Mm. She just wanted to you know. What like get emotions out and ex stuff. Exactly. Oh wow. Yeah. And 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 morphine. I think it's it's well. I, well, I'm not sure if. Well, what I was gonna say is like what I love about Princess Nokia is that you can tell 100 percent that she's independent that she doesn't have like a label pushing like any right. kind of sound so if she really wants to make you know the uh techno club um what was that one called um 
the dragons one, princess. What was it called? Oh, metallic uh, butterfly. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Meta- that that's the one that I still like. I, I haven't actually cared for much since, but that's that's the mixtape that I still respond to. So that was like her her princess Nokia, yeah. like her first like introduction to that, and then she switches it up. She goes into a soul, you know, EP, yeah. and then she yes. switches it up again. She goes into the hip hop thing with the yes. tomboy era. Yeah, nineteen eighty two. That nineteen ninety two. That that was major. That was anthems. Yeah, you know? I was just yeah. yeah. And I mean, now it's like, well, I'm done with that. Let's yeah. keep it going. And well, it's like, uh, and then mor- morphine is is definitely the downer in the in the mix. It, mm. I think so. Well, let's let's take a shot of morphine. Uh, this is from Princess Nokia. We'll be right back with some more musica and some more dope humans. People think it's fun and games, but my life is really lonely. Ain't nobody that can save me. Ain't nobody that can sell me. I'm in need my little boy, and I want someone to hold me. But my money like a blanket, and I hold it when I'm lonely. Got my blanket in my bottle. Yeah, you know I like to sip. Said her lips taste like morphine. Ask me if I want a trip. I'm in bed when I'm lonely. I'm in bed when I'm sick. I'm in bed on a flight, and I'm in bed on a trip.
so uh, we're back, and uh, I don't know. I, maybe maybe this is a little heavy on the hip hop today, but like I feel like it's just so fresh that everything that we're listening to. Mm. So right, that Princess Nokia track, Morphine, really like kind of brought down the mood, and it's like really cool and emotional. And then we came back to life with that Coral Casino track. This is off their new. Is it an album or an EP? It's an album. album. Yeah, Lejos, right? Lejos. I think it's their debut album. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Why is nobody talking about this? And the track is called was called Dimelo, by the way. And I was I was saying that it, it's like uh, it made me think of that Azalea Banks uh, Anna Wintour track because it's like this really like hardcore '90s house, but if it took a Xanax because this is like much more chill, much more like you know, it's still sort of like the same core melody, but it's just like much slower. Yeah. Um, I just, I really, really like this Coral Casino track, guys. It's a bot, but it's like, you know, a bedroom bot, maybe. Okay, uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> bedroom bop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to file that away. I'm going to use it again. Yeah. They're from Argentina. Yeah. Um, they're with Finesse, right? Yeah. Finesse really? Yeah. I yes. hear that. Okay. Yes. Uh, and I really like this. Uh, this I, haven't, I haven't heard the album, uh, to be honest. Uh, well, it just, it just it was released. Like On a Friday. Couple, yeah, it was, yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I haven't had the time. Um, but I really like this song. I, I just listened to it. Uh, it's, just, it's just, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Dímelo. Dímelo. I still remember Dímelo. that their first EP. That's the only one that I like still Summer have. Romance. Yeah, that was such a fucking great EP. Yeah. Um, what I liked is it linked like worlds, you know, I think um, one of those like... Poor Gang Guys was on it, or it was El Mini. El Mini was on a track, and I think it was for Amor de Chocolate. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, and I mean, they're doing stuff in Argentina, but they've obviously linked with, like, a lot of different artists. And I know that Busca Buya is, like, a big fan of them, and it's just, like, mm-hmm. it's cool to see that, like, collaboration spirit. And, and yeah. It's funny that they're from Argentina. It just strikes me, because when they came out, it was, I mean, not... Now, no fans on Argentina, but it just they just they're not well known for this kind of music. Yeah, no, you're they're right. Not. You're they're absolutely not. right. And they're actually quite snobby about it. Like, the, you know, if you if you play like cumbia or reggaeton in in, exactly. in Argentina, you're usually referred to as a villero. That, mean, that means that you're from the slums. Exactly. And it's just like, come on, guys. Yes. Like, let's move past that. But I will say, like, with Argentina, it is it is kind of weird. Like, their indie scene, I've always felt is like very like out of sync. Um, like I feel like you know the artists, or at least maybe I maybe I have a very limited scope or knowledge of, of the indie scene there. But I feel like there isn't as much cohesion. It's just kind of a lot of people just doing yes, individual I, things. I I I agree. I think, but I, it's pretty cool that that someone like Coral Casino is right. Is it's um, changing that? Uh, I I love them. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I, sometimes I'm like, my mind is boggled that like, Juana Molina, El Mato, Coral Casino, and, you <laughs> Luca know. Bocci. Yeah, and I'm like, all from the same place, or like, uh, Defensa, you know, I'm like, or the Yedra crew, I'm like, this doesn't all sound like it's from the same place, so I'm like, I, I come on, go, yeah, guys, collaborate. Um, oh, imagine like a, like a Lechuga Zafiro featuring Juana Molina track. Juana Molina, yeah. Yes, oh my God. <laughs> Wet dreams come true. Um, okay, cool. Well, we're gonna we're gonna slowly come back to life. Um, we have a, tra- a track by Sagan, who I actually really like. I feel like not enough people talk about Sagan. They're from Colombia, yeah. Yes. Um, ah, Sagan. Um, well, we actually uh, at Dance to Radio, we we um, uh, every every fifteen days we um, we just curate. Uh, a playlist uh, and, and, and this this track Sagan is 
uh, isn't it? Um, oh, polaridad. Polaridad. Uh, I, 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 I know the band um, from, I think, to probably like three years ago. Uh, this is the first time I, I knew the band. And I'm really glad that they're 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 back um, uh, with new songs, with new music. Uh, they they're just really authentic uh, mm. on what they do, and and uh, I think it, it's it's a new single. I'm I'm not sure if they're they're releasing a new album or what. Uh, but yeah, yeah, this uh, their first release uh, in a lot of time, so um, it's. I'm excited. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so yeah, let's play that. So this is uh, Sagan with Polaridad, uh, and we'll be right back.
Okay, so again, we just listened to Sagan and uh, Polaridad, and then uh, the second track was Maria Uzbek with Bosque de Bambú. Uh, I'm guessing this is a relatively new track, right, guys? Yeah, that's a new song, right? Yeah, yeah. New song. Um, well, Maria Uzbek from Ecuador. Uh, I think she she's... Uh, she's New York-based. She's New York-based, yeah. right? Um, she she had a really... Uh, in 2016, had a, yeah. a, an, an album co-produced by... Uh, Caroline uh, Polacek from Chairlift uh, oh, cool. called Amparo. Yeah, that was the name of the of the album. And what we what we uh, listened to was uh, Bosque de Bambú. Uh, it's like his uh, her, sorry her latest um, uh, single, and it's just uh, we were we were talking um, behind scenes that uh, well for me it's a charming uh, uh, single, but we were trying to. Pick comp- up on yeah, the influences Exactly Because you were saying That it's, it's a rather Different sound for her I've, I've heard the name a lot I don't think I've listened To her music before But Well Amparo was like A very minimal record mm-hmm. Okay But it was also very like um, Kind of like uh, The influences Or like The direction was very Very specific about Her origins mm-hmm. So Ecuador played a, played a big factor And I think she used Like very traditional instruments And um like instrumentation, yeah, the way she like composed things, and she sang in Spanish, and that was like new mm-hmm. for her because she had had I think projects before, but this like project, uh, Amparo and and I think Maria Uzbek, like mm-hmm. using her own name, was like the yes. first time she spoke and she sang anything in Spanish. Yeah, wow. So it was kind of like it was like an album with like the direction with the intention of of reconnecting with her roots. 
Yes. And this is more straightforward. This is very like it's very pop. It's, it's very, very, pop. very enjoyable, yeah. digestible. Yeah. Like really, like I really liked it. I mean, I was getting like, you know, tones of like pink and orange, you know, in the video, mm-hmm. like bubblegum, starburst, you know, like, like synth pop. I mean, we, we were saying like, you know, um, maybe a little facuta or yeah. like, you know, like, but like real cool synth pop, like again, not, not referential. I just like, it felt really fresh. It feels like a summer bop. I'm yes. like, I'm really here for it. Yes. Um, looking forward to, uh, getting to know Maria Uzbek. I, I've, again, I've heard the name for a while, but I've never really like paid attention. Thank you for, for the introduction, y'all. Um, so we were, uh, we, uh, I mean, this is currently the second weekend of Coachella. Um, and up next, we have a track by Senor Kino, um, who are playing there. Um, so let's let's talk about these dudes, because I, I know that we played them in... We did a Coachella preview episode, uh, like, a month or so ago. And, um, and yeah, I, I heard they're, like, surfy. Yeah, I think, if you, you know, the main thing about Senor Kino is that they're teenagers... Whoa. And they uh, definitely ripped off those blenders, but it's totally done in like a respectful way because they're friends, right. you know, they're from Mexico and there's, I mean, there's a lot of different scenes within Mexico, but they definitely like linked up because they were like, we love you guys and we want to like sound like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of forgivable too. You know, they get a pass because they're teenagers. It's right. like, you know, you're going to develop your own sound when you get there, but they're blown up in a way that's like, you know, how long did it take Los Blenders to play Coachella? A while, a hot minute. And uh, Senor Quino hasn't been around for more than like two years. So it's just like, this just happened. And, and the reason I think that Senor Quino had a huge following already, and I was telling Pablo this, the lead singer was a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Oh. And his older brother is like a filmmaker. Like he's like an aspiring filmmaker who's done videos for them and they have like a studio. So there's kind of like already like this like um, team behind it. Yeah. yeah they, they just blend perfectly. So they were right. very prepared. They were very prepared. And um, the band, they're all friends and they've all been like in the videos or the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And they're really funny. I was telling Pablo too that like you, when you watch them, you get the impression that you're watching like Tyler like messing around with his friends, but like in a very like Mexican way, like the humor is very like Mexican and, okay. and it's just like, you know, these are teen YouTubers who um, are uh, trying to like follow, I guess what like other popular YouTube channels do, but mm-hmm. in their own way. And, and the music is, is improving. This song in particular is like a huge like step up. From like the old derivative of Los Blender songs. Yeah. Um, Portal de Colores, right? Yeah. Portal de Colores, yes. And it's very somber. It's still kind of surf rock, but it's very, very, um, it's kind of like like a song about disassociating or something. It, it sounds like, you know, the soundtrack to disassociating from like a crowded party or something. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, what am I doing here? I'm kind of going through it. And I don't know. What did you yeah. think? I, I, well, <laughs> I was going to refer to the to the album cover. Yeah, because I was I was telling you last night that it was it's just amazing because well the the album's called Colores, okay, right? And I, oh, is that what you were just looking at? Yeah, and I I think it's it's just amazing. It's I, really cool. I mean, um, again, I, like I said before, like, like starburst, you know, <laughs> colorful, kind of trippy, obviously. <laughs> exactly, but I I, I it's I like build, acid care bears. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> and I, I build I build on on what. What Gio said, uh, I think um, um, they do they do blend uh, really good, mm-hmm. really nice. Like his brother, uh, he actually was a pr- uh, the producer of the of the their, video of the video, right? Yeah. Um, so there's all these like, you know beautiful landscapes like in Mexico. It's like magic hour shots with like these like angsty teens. They're just from like, Sonora, right? Yeah, I think they're from Sonora. Uh-huh. 
and I mean, I can't name a whole lot of Sonora bands like right. that have like mm-hmm. come out. Exactly, yeah. Um, and I know that's like a big deal too mm-hmm. uh, for them. It's like I remember like a YouTube comment like, "Oh, I never thought I would like see like a band like you guys like from Sonora play uh, at Coachella." Sonora Dinamita. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yo, at me <laughs> for that one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, they've done well and I feel like they had a great presentation, hopefully it repeats this weekend and people just like, uh, discover them, you know, cause there's more than like Kuko, I guess. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Well, yeah. So let's, that's, that's the perfect outro. So yeah, this is uh, Señor Kino. The track is called Portal de Colores. We'll be right back.
cálmate, ya te di mi corazón, no te enojes sin razón, te hace más feo, why am I always the one to cry, one to cry, respétame, yo soy tu Salvaste, baby, why are we fighting in the car? In the car, confía en mí. Trust me, baby, confía en mí. Trust me, baby, we. that we just listened to was by Empress Of called Trust Me Baby um, and yeah she just dropped like because it's not quite an EP she just dropped two singles back to back same day just sort of like hey y'all here I am bloop you know yeah. don't forget <laughs> um, and she, I she, think they're pretty cool yeah and she did that uh, last year too she just released uh, oh Go to Hell yeah and and Woman is a Word something like that that one yeah. came before yeah before, but those yeah. were not at the same time yeah exactly and just well rem- we remember press off obviously me right. their album uh, produced engineered um, everything done by her yeah um, and it's is, a fabulous record oh amazing um, and I, I think this this track just blends her like the charming R and B with sparkly electronic style I think it's, yeah 
it's I, I, I love the 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 single and I love that she's um um uh singing in Spanish and in English. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 kinda like a fun fun combination. So I don't know. Yeah, my thing with Empress of is that I've always seen her as someone who could potentially like uh, work with a lot of the artists that, you know, maybe Dance to the Radio covers mm. or Clufonorama used to cover. So, like, Lilo Pimienta would be, like, an, a perfect, yes. you know, match there. But um, she's kind of, like, missed those opportunities. I know she's friends with, like, Buscabuya. They've, like, done maybe shows and stuff together. But there hasn't been, like, anything that, like, really signals strongly. I mean, she does sing in Spanish. She has sung in Spanish before. But, yeah. I mean, like, signals strongly to, like, that, like, world. Um, but I feel like this one is making like more of an effort. Mm-hmm. I mean, just by virtue of being in Spanish, maybe. And she doesn't have to work very hard no. uh, in Latin America. Cause like, you know, like right. people know who she is. Like I yeah. saw her, well, I saw most, well, I saw like two of songs from her set <laughs> at Festival Normal. I got food poisoning. I had to miss most of it. Um, but like, you know, she was packed. She yeah. had a packed house, you know? And, and yeah, like people know who she is. I, I think pretty across the border the border here you know and yes. uh i mean that collab that she did with blood orange was really fantastic i love her uh, uh um, best to you be- best of you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh my god that song is so fucking great um so good yeah she's she's very smart she's very young she knows what she's doing uh i agree with you i would like to see her maybe maybe more collaborations with like you know uh other artists of her generation mm-hmm. um i think that would be very cool um, we are approaching the end of the show. Uh, before we go, uh, I did want to like highlight uh, Dance of the Radio a bit more because we did talk about Phonograma, but I do want to talk about Dance of the Radio. I mean, because like you guys do so many cool projects. I know that you guys have done shows. Uh, you do like you know regular playlists and stuff. Yes. Like you know, tell our listeners a little bit about like the kind of content that they can find. Um, yes. on Dance well, of the Radio. We we try we try to do. We like the diversity. We just don't like. Uh, just to write reviews, just to write articles. We also like to just, you know, just, um, you know, um, do just different styles of uh, articles mm-hmm. and also do shows that are not uh, as normal, normal shows, right? Normal gigs. And we also like to um, give always something new to to our to our readers, right, and and I think uh, that's more possible now because uh, well, uh, we were I was telling you that the dance radio have uh, more has more uh, writers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just actually uh, integrate a lot of uh, uh, new writers uh, recently. Uh, and so you're on the come up. Yes, hey. yes, and and I think well. Um, there's there's well there's none uh other uh music page or music blog in in costa rica so we i still i still feel that there's a necessity that we still write about uh Engl- like indie like from the states like english yeah. indie you know what i mean uh gringo indie uh, that's the term. That's my preferred term. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my gender, actually. I really like that one. <laughs> we we call it Anglo and then La, Ibero yeah. Latino Americano. Those are like our two branches. Um, so I, we feel like the necessity that we still have to talk about that because there's a there's some uh, there's a big audience at least in Costa Rica yeah. that follows dance radio because of that. But I mean, uh, I was telling Gio that where when dance radio Radio really uh, had an had a really 
a big uh, growth was when when I decided to uh, start covering uh, Ibero Latino Americanos uh, bands, right? Okay. Um, it's just because it's it's just so important, and and I was telling him that in 2013, right? Mm. Uh, I when I went to Normal, uh, got the chance to see. Uh, well, I went with. Uh, with with some friends, I got the the chance to see uh, Matilda Manzana, uh, Oscar Rodriguez project, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Ave Negra uh, yeah. from Costa Rica actually. Oh, in Monterrey. Uh, yeah. Oh, I Monterrey. was there. Yeah, I was yeah. there too. Hey. And we didn't knew each other. That's fucking crazy. I mean, like I was, uh, I I I I love like um, where the fuck was I? I was somewhere. Like this week where we were talking about like this ancient show. Oh, I was in Mexico City. I was talking with like Checky and like uh, uh, Fernando from Plastics Revolution and stuff. And uh, we were we were talking about like about this like legendary show. And we're like, yeah, I was there. Me too. <laughs> what? Like, oh, at, it was in Monterrey. It was the year that Mickey Blanco played. Yes. Um, oh, it was yes. in this pool party in like up in the hills. Uh, yeah, where like yeah, Kitty yeah. Pride, like Los Pepinillos, uh, Las Ardillas. Was it the mansion you told me? About? Uh, it must have been somewhere else. Because it was, it was like, like a pool it, thing. Yeah, it was yeah. like in a weird in yeah. house. Were you there also? Yeah. Gag. <laughs> See, like everybody was there, but there was like no one there. That party was not full. Like, I mean, it's just the people that needed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was cool because that uh, that nor- uh, normal was uh, covered by Pitchfork. Actually, it was, it was. Yeah. yeah, really. So it, that was a great year. Yeah, it, it was an awesome lineup, and there was a, like a lot of uh, artists there and bands. Uh, but yeah, I I, I just remember uh, watching um, artists like Brujeria, yeah. uh, Martín La Manzana, like I said, that just introduced me to this scene where I was not aware of it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we gotta we gotta get dance ready in this. We gotta and, talk about it exactly. And 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 we just started, and and suddenly we we went from like a thousand or two thousand followers to four thousand followers Sweet. or fifteen thousand followers. Wow. So it's just awesome uh, how how we how I just discovered that, and, and I just felt in love, and just started to you know just. Um, getting to know more bands, more um, more artists, getting to know more uh, people in the scene, um, writers, uh, producers, uh, people that are just like want to to just help these artists. So I think Dancer Radio is is that um, uh, we just we just want. Um, readers to 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 get to know something different something new something yeah. fresh um and without just uh, without just losing our tracks that we that we want to be uh highlighting uh um underground artists and underground bands right uh we just don't lose we just don't lose that track, right? Well, I mean, as a curator or content manager or journalist or however it is that, you know, whatever label you feel encompasses what it is that you do, you know, I, I my personal feeling on the matter has always been like, Beyonce's got her clicks. Right. She don't need my coverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like this small band coming out of Sonora, like we were saying, or like Costa Rica or wherever, you know, like that could be a game changer for them. Like, yeah. you know, that that's like 500 new followers that they didn't have before, and, you know? And, and I'm glad Dancer Radio, like, like I'm glad I, 
I became aware aware of that because um, also like the Costa Rican scene uh, had this explosion in 2000 and and between 2013 between and uh-huh. 14 yeah um even even sooner uh with bands like monte las robertas eh, the great wilderness uh niño coy los walners recently um so that that allowed dancer radio to be this um website where you where you could find all the your national uh, well national if you're a tico yeah. uh, 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 music right and all the the fresh uh, stuff that that is that is being produced here in Costa Rica and there's a lot there's a lot um, I'm just glad that, that we were there and we we're still there. So. Cool. And that's an awesome sentiment. And just to punctuate that, I want to give a quick shout out. I always do a shout out to Beverly Bryan, my co-hostess, who is unfortunately, you know, still in New York and can't be on the show <laughs> Hi, all the Beverly. time. Uh, but she actually wrote a really fabulous article for Bandcamp uh, highlighting the Costa Rican scene. It was like 10 different bands to know and stuff. Yes, yes I, um, I wrote, uh, I, I read that. Yeah. So make sure y'all check it out. It's on Bandcamp. Just Google it. You know, I don't fucking know. Um, cool. So we've reached the end of our show. I first, you you know, I just want to thank you guys so much for being on the show. This, thank you. This playlist fucking bangs. And, and, and I got to say, dude, was unplanned. Yeah. Like, Richard, uh, just he, he texted me. He didn't know that Gio was going to be here. Yeah. Uh, he didn't know um, that we were going to have this cool uh, playlist. So, I, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's cool. I've really got myself a two for one here. I really feel like I fucking, like, I feel like I, I got to pay less deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you tell people, uh, please plug your projects. Tell people where they can find, uh, again, Dance the Radio or uh, any other projects that you guys are working on and then personal IGs, Facebooks, whatever whatever it is that y'all want to plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start with, with Gio, actually. All right, well, I'm at, Basama Films on Twitter. Um, and I've been collaborating more with Pablo, so I'll be writing more there. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I've been writing there. Cool. Um, well, yeah, just uh, follow me in, uh, on Instagram at papkuna. Um, and you can follow Dance to Radio uh, on Twitter, uh, Dance TT Radio. Uh, also on Instagram, the same at Dance TT Radio. And you can find us on Facebook, Dance to the Radio. Uh, but yeah, uh, just just keep supporting uh, your your local scene. Keep yes. supporting your favorite uh, artists. Um, but be open to to get to know more of the new fresh stuff. And and not only Dance to the Radio is highlight, highlighting those uh, those artists. Uh, there's there's. Some good uh, blogs. The, uh, El Amarillo from yes. Colombia uh, is doing a fantastic, fantastic um, uh, job. Uh, we we released uh, every 15 days a uh, 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 playlist called La Quincena. Um, um, if you if you wanna if you wanna know more, just follow me, follow Dance to Radio, or follow um, Gio. I think. Yeah. 
Well, and I will absolutely make sure to link to everybody's profiles and awesome. all that all that situation. Uh, again, and just a reminder, Song Mess, this incredible dope show with dope heat people, uh, is on all of the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yes. Uh, you can always email us directly at songmessmusic at gmail.com. Save the complaints. Make suggestions. <laughs> um, and um, you can, if you want to listen to the show, again, mo- I usually just share SoundCloud links, but we are on every podcasting platform that you could dream of, except for, you know, Spotify. But we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Stitcher, we are on Google Play, and of course, SoundCloud, you can Google it. You know, don't be afraid. Google's got my back. Google is my fucking PR manager and my personal lord and savior. So, uh, again, I just want to thank you all for, for being a part of this show. Uh, and we are closing out. You know, we're in Costa Rica. I thought, what, what a great band to close uh, the show. Then Monte, uh, who will also be performing at uh, Epicentro. At Epicentro. Sí. Um, so the track is called Yuri Entra al Bardo. Uh, so tell me about this track, Pablo. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to talk about Monte first. Oh, please, um, yes. Because they're kind cause, of an institution, yeah? Yes, yes. I think, uh, well, I don't like to, to say that, but I'll say it. It's probably my favorite band, in, uh, Costa Rican band. Really? And, wow. Yes. High praise. Yes, and, and I think, I think they, they have done a fantastic job uh, album from album to album, album to album. They're just, they sound better each album. Um, um, we, we actually saw them uh, yesterday at a private a party. Like, we didn't know they were playing there. It was kind of weird. But they were awesome. They, were, they just know how to, uh, how to manage a, a crowd, any crowd. Um, and and they're just they're just awesome. They just they just they're so authentic. Uh, just 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 to give you a background, these are like the three of the most talented musicians in Costa Rica. Wow. Franco Valenciano, he he started with the, with Las Robertas, right? Oh, cool. Yeah, he was the drummer of Las Robertas with uh, Meche, and at uh, the time uh, Montserrat Vargas was with Las Robertas as well. Um, they went on tour. Uh, to Primavera Sound and to some other places in uh, in uh, Europe. Um, also, uh, they recently, like probably two or, or three years ago, they uh, at Pablo Rojas. Uh, Pablo Rojas, he was uh, from the band Floriandroids. Uh, and I Floriandroids. Yeah, wow. and and recently he has a, a new project called Hijos, a, a, an awesome project, uh, and then. Uh, Adrian Poeda. Adrian Poeda is uh, is uh, he has a really really um, um, is, yeah so interesting <laughs> like musical story. He was he he used to be uh, at a band called UFO. It's a punk um, um, band, uh, like a really well known punk band in Costa Rica. Uh, so it's kind of kind of interesting how he he he's you know, he just changed from a punk scene to to Monte, right? Right. And How would you describe Monte? Because Monte is like it's like alt rock, but yeah, not it's alternative quite. rock. Yeah, totally. Uh, but uh, it's just not normal alternative. I mean, they just they just. I really like because there's a lot of uh, they have a lot of anthems here. Like yeah. they 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 especially they love San Jose, so they have they there's a lot of San Jose references in their in their songs, um, and a lot of also, um, you know, it, it's it, it's kind of weird to explain, but because it's an alternative rock, but there's a lot of 
um, sorrow in their in their in their songs. Cool. Like sorrow teams, yeah. And I, I think uh, Judy is one of them. Um, uh, it's um, it's out of uh, their their latest album. Um, um, and then I think they're they're just gonna be awesome in 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 Epicentro. Everyone is 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 waiting for them for them because uh, Franco has been uh, in Barcelona last few years. Uh, so they don't get to play very often. Yeah, exactly. So they meet. They actually meet uh, at the end of the year each year, and they do a big concert. So um, you know, it's it's it's. It's going to be we, special. It's going to be special, and we, we miss them. I especially miss them. So. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, cool. Well, what a beautiful note to sign off on. So, uh, again, this is Monte. The track is Yuri Entra Alvardo. Thank you so much for listening to Songmas, and we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Bye.